this is this is this is this is this is this is this this is this is this is this is this is the local music revolution the local music revolution local music revolution local music revolution Hello and welcome to the Local Music Revolution. I am your host, Ogre. Please excuse me, fighting a cold or whatever the hell this is. It is terrible. I don't like this, but the show must go on. So, today I have a band out of Visalia, California on the show. They're called Dawning of a Massacre. Dawning of a Massacre has been around for a while. I've known Nick since his previous band, Struggle Through Apathy. Uh, very good guy. I really, really like talking to this guy. He, he's a great, great gentleman. A fantastic guitar player at that, too. As stated in the interview, my last full-fledged, like, show-ready band actually played our first and very last show with Rudy's old band. So that was pretty cool. It's it's fun being a part of a small town, especially with a music scene like this, because you get to know all these people. Sometimes you don't even know that you know them until um, things are said, like like playing that show. As you heard, Donning of a Massacre is currently in their studio recording for what will be their newest EP. Also, small disclaimer, this was actually recorded in June of 2015, right after Donning of a Massacre actually played a really big show for them. So we talk about that and how that was great for Rudy and and things like that. So before I get to Rudy and Dawning of a Massacre, I just want to say thank you guys again for listening and being supporting like you guys are. You guys are amazing, and I can't do this without you guys. That being said, I always try to find new ways to promote the podcast, new ways to get information to you guys. I truly believe my next step is actually going to make this podcast a lot better in its content and how you receive it. So with that being said, I am introducing a newsletter. What it will be is there will be two different newsletters, one for the guests, as you hear Rudy is a guest, and one for the listeners, you awesome people that listen to the podcast. The real difference between these newsletters is the information, the guests as they are guests actually have a lot more information and I work closely with them to try to be a really good resource for them. So they'll get other information, more in-depth information, opportunities to come back onto the show, things of that nature. As a listener, you will get the newsletter. It will be updated, I'm thinking monthly, but it may be more and maybe less. I'm just trying to figure it out right now. My goal is to have everything prepped and ready to go so that I could do a massive relaunch, reintroduction, things like that for the podcast. The new year, I want to have new things. I want to have more engaging things. And this is one of the things that I really hope will actually take off and get this podcast to the next level. If you are interested in being part of this newsletter email list, all you have to do is go to the localmusicrevolution.wordpress.com, go to contacts, there is a short sign up sheet, all I need is your name and your email address. You can also contact the podcast at facebook.com slash localmusicrevolution, on Twitter at TLMRpodcast, and on Instagram at the Local Music Revolution. You can hear the Local Music Revolution on iTunes, Stitcher, many podcast catchers, and on YouTube. So just search The Local Music Revolution on the podcast section of iTunes within Stitcher and on YouTube and you will find The Local Music Revolution. All right, without any further ado, no more updates. This is Rudy, the singer of Dawning of a Massacre. All right, I'm here with Rudy from Dawning of a Massacre. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. 
that is good to hear. So you're in Dawning of a Massacre. Um, they used to be called what was it? Struggle through apathy. Um, I believe so, yes. And they went through a lineup change and a big overhaul of everything that they were. So uh, when did you come in, and um, how has it been since you've been in? Um, I came in with these guys. Shoot, I don't remember the month exactly. But it was about, I don't know, 10, 11 months ago, and uh, not that long ago. And uh, ever since I've been with these guys, this is probably probably the best band I've been in you know, to this point and, uh, um, everything has just been really taken off for us, at least more than what we've ever experienced, you know, being local musicians and we're just having a blast. It's, you know, things are looking up and we're really excited. Awesome, man. So you, you said that you were in bands previous. Can you disclaim any of those names or, or would they be some that people are familiar with? Oh, absolutely. The, the very first band, I was in uh, was a band um, called Vanguard, and it was it was it was like a three-piece death metal band, and uh, you know we all kind of you know know or knew of each other at that time, you know through local shows and playing on the same playing on the same bill and all that and all that stuff. And the guitarist that was in Vanguard is actually guitaring for the Tharsis now. And, uh, oh, wow. and yeah, and, um, you know, I've been ever since the first band ended, I've been in and out of other bands and other lineups. And I was even doing vocals for a band called your hero is a villain at one point. Oh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, after, you know, things that just didn't work out, uh, I got brought on to, to Donning and, uh, you know, we all kind of knew of each other, you know, through previous bands and all that good stuff and uh that's pretty much how that happened and uh i just saw that they needed to try somebody out and i was on it really quickly because you know um trying to get things going i had to start from scratch and then in and out of lineups and just things were mostly just trial and error most of it was just error and (laughs) uh i know the first time i saw them uh you know perform back with their original lineup of Donning and the original vocalist that I really like them and hope to work with them someday. And it's kind of crazy. It's like, oh, well, now here I am. And uh, I think it was better that way to not not join them until later because it gave me some time to, you know, grow and you know, make connections and develop, you know, my experience and a little bit more, a little bit more experience to, to fit a strong role in the band and uh you know really bring something to the table that uh that uh you know will get me in the band and because at that point it was like well this is pretty much all i have you know i I need to find i need to find some somebody who has their shit together and uh these were the guys for me so so they were established when you came in so when when you did come in were you able to actually change the lyrics of the the songs or were the, you given the lyrics and said, these are the songs we have now, you have to learn them this way? No, as, as soon as once, uh, I think it, the vocal the vocalist quit and uh, like the day after uh, they tried me out. And after that, um, they was pretty much right then and there that they said I was in and well we got a show already set up and booked in like a week and so you know we can we can uh you know cancel it or all that good stuff and uh or not good stuff but uh, you know they cancel it postpone it and reschedule but you know they'd uh it would kind of suck because you know all the other bands were good to go everything was was in line and i said no keep it and we only had a tryout and a practice, and you know, the, my first show with them was actually a house show, a block party, <laughs> and uh, and uh, had less than a week of practice with them. But they said, uh, you know, we're scrapping all the lyrics, all that stuff. We're starting from scratch vocally, and uh, ever since then, it ever since then, it's um, just been a growing process on, you know, bringing in the new vocals and the new lyrics, and uh, um, you know, it's still underway, but everything is just kind of getting tighter and tighter every time we play you know big show or we'll have a good practice and all that stuff 
Yeah. So, so you actually put your lyrics on top of their established songs? Yes. Okay. So, uh, when you came in and you started writing, how was your writing process to songs they had already established? Um, basically, like, you know, we, you know, I listened to their set and, uh, I just kind of soaked it in, you know, because, I mean, for me, like, I feel like I'm really perceptive of of, uh, of how, you know, this certain composition of instruments, you know, instrumentally um, in, uh, invokes a particular type of emotion. And, you know, I like to, you know, sit there and listen to everything instrumentally and just kind of soak it all in and, and just think to myself, okay, well, what does this make me think of? What does this make me feel? And, um, and from then, you know, I just started writing you know little notes down here and there and and then kind of switch things around and added more to it and that's and that's pretty much how that goes uh or how it went for this you know this um this set of songs at least that they they needed me to get on mm-hmm. and um yeah that's that's pretty much how how, how it went and how it's going and uh um it wasn't you know it wasn't uh anything crazy it was it was pretty straightforward and uh and uh you know get their feedback and all that and it's really it's just been nothing but progress so you you've used your emotions and everything like that for um the first songs has it changed since you've been part of the band or is it Um, just the, the same process i think it's it's changed a little bit. I mean, I think it's it, it's uh, it's evolving in just in ways that it's just uh, you know for the with the goal in mind of just wanting to make the music or this particular song just um, better for you know have a better outcome, have a better um, uh, just to make you know we want the song to be good and uh, for whatever's better for the song, whatever's better best for the music. And I, I definitely use, you know, my thought, you know, the emotion and and all that stuff on in my writing process. But I also, you know, go over with the bandmates, you know, read it, and you know, because I want them to know it as well. Like I want them to feel it as we're playing, because I yeah. I believe, you know, if they if they've got those lyrics in mind, if every bandmate knows what I'm saying or knows what this song is about, you know, and they're shouting it, and you know, they feel it, they know the words. I think that's going to manifest in and they're playing it and how uh, the energy that they, you know, are giving off during their performance, you know, to make people feel it. And so, you know, I sit down with them and read it to them and I get their opinions, you know, uh, you know, uh, we brainstorm, okay, what sounds best here? You know, should you change the, the syllables, you know, to match the feel for this, you know, this particular rhythm or what have you, uh, okay. you know, we, uh, we, it's all a collective and, um, you know, it's it's. I love getting their feedback because it only helps me grow because I get their case and their perspective on it. You know, yeah. I, uh, it's it's a collective effort, and we're all just learning from each other and you know, um, to write something kick ass, and that's what we want to do. So you said earlier that your lyrics are emotional, emotionally driven. Um, are are there any songs that aren't that are you know ob- observations of external events or anything like that or is it strictly emotions and what you're going through at the time? Oh, uh, um, observations, absolutely. I mean, the first song is about you know uh, kind of taking a look at you know how things are going in society, how they've been going for you know throughout history. You know, there's problems in society and and of uh, you know the this uh kind of that that uh, stigma that you need to you know do this the way you know society wants to mold you and uh, you know have control of what you can and can't do in life and yeah. and this song I mean that very first song is about um, you know institutions that almost break people down or people that even people in positions of power that break other people down to you know, keep them from doing something extraordinary and and uh, to have control of you. And I think it also has to, that fear also kind of plays a role in, in, uh, in um, capitalism. You know, you know, if we get, keep people scared, you know, we keep them buying things to, you know, cope with that. 
and yeah. uh, it's 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 kind of sinister if you really think about it. But um, yeah, I mean, the very first song is about you know stepping away from that and being being separate from from that entity. And uh, um, you know, I I um, like to write about you know concepts of human nature that you know disturb me or or you know something that I think we should think about as a whole, you know, in question. Yeah. Okay. And it's not, it's not just, uh, you know, the, the emotion is there too, but I guess depending on what the song sounds like, there's definitely, you know, a perceptive, um, the songs on, you know, external and looking on, looking on the outside or from the outside looking in. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely all that there. And because yeah, we want to try and mix it up. We don't want to, you know, just constantly be, bombarding these people you know with emotion and <laughs> and uh i think uh you know it's, we want to mix it up make them think about different things make them feel different things you know and uh, uh yeah that's just there's all of that is in there well i've always thought that music has the power to make people think about things that they would have never thought i mean there's multiple people there's multiple sayings about music being able to give words to things that don't have words um, so I, I really think with it, being a musician, you have to make people think and even Absolutely. having, e even having the external observation, like you were just saying about the institutions tearing people down, that's something that, that is happening here in the world on a daily basis. And nobody seems to, to actually stand up and say, look at what's going on here. And it, it's it's really cool to see that that people are still trying to have the balls to say these things. So good for you, Absolutely. man. Absolutely, good for you. Um, so when you're writing with the band, how does the rest of the band write? Um, are you all together writing as a unit, or do they write um, while you're away and bring you the material and say, "This is awesome. We want you to make it even better." Um, I mean, it, it, it changes from time to time. Like, uh, you know, on top of the band, we all have other, you know, at the moment, you know, cause we're still local, we're still local band. So we, you know, yeah. we all have other, other jobs and other things that we have to do to try, you know, support ourselves and support this band. And, uh, you know, even on when everybody's away from each other on our off time, like our guitarist, Nick or Alex, you know, they, um, they'll be coming up with the riff and then they'll, they'll send it to me in a text, you know, tell me what you think. And, and all oh, that's sick. And well, I've been writing some lyrics. Check, you know, check it out. And tell me what you guys think. And then, you know, we have a sit down together. And sometimes, not all the bandmates are there due to prior obligations or whatever. But, you know, uh, uh, to set the foundation, I try to be there as all, you know, as, you know, as often as I can. And, um, you know, we just kind of piece things together. And it's like we're really picky. You know, we don't. Uh, we hear something and then like, no, nah, we can make it better. You know, it, it, it definitely turns it into a long process, but you know, it's in keeping the goal in mind, you know, we want the song to be as best as we can make it. And I mean, even now, um, in some of the new material that we haven't shown people yet, uh, even I have sat down and, uh, wrote, you know, riffs, guitar riffs and, uh, um, to help I've even added to, uh, that aspect and that I help with some of the guitar writing and nice. although it's nowhere near the level of you know my our, our guitarists, you know I got this riff in mind. I got ideas for certain compositions between guitar and drums, or the progression of it. And I got and I give my ideas for the basic building blocks and say, hey, tell me what you think. What can you turn it into? You know, I give it off to the the guys that are more capable than me, and then they play off of it and turn it into something a whole a lot you know a whole lot better and then I start going on lyrics and they start reading it and we all just give each other feedback and just kind of piece it together and uh, it's that's what makes and it makes it really fun you know not just that okay we got to get this done but it makes the process really fun because everybody's so uh, cohesive and um, you know just want, wanting to work together and, nice. and create something kick-ass nice man so um on the facebook while i was doing the research um it said that you guys are progressive metal um can you explain that because i know progressive and most metal genres have taken on a new twist 
in the past few years. Um, yeah. So what what kind of progressive are you talking about? Because um, I know there's like progressive with Dream Theater, and then there's progressive with like Buried in Me and and or Between the Buried in Me, and you know that kind of thing. Is is there a major difference? Um, I think. I think there can be, depending on, on on how people want to interpret it, especially those that are more, you know, a little bit more musically inclined or know, you know, a little bit more than, you know, the average showgoer. Um, uh, as far as when I say progressive metal, I think, because um, I know exactly what you're talking about, you know, all, all the bands that are, you know, quote-unquote prog or that kind of go into that whole uh, gent, aspects um you know polyrhythms and you know complex structures and things like that i think we're more is not i think uh when you you know you hear the term prog you also nowadays you know uh, the current bands um that are going on nowadays that you kind of have when you when you hear prog you think okay really chuggy gentle polyrhythm type of stuff yeah. and um that just by default, just because of the way you know a lot of the music is going nowadays, when we say progressive metal, I think uh, just not uh, sticking to a particular structure. So yes, I mean there may be polyrhythms, but may just be presented in a different way than you know uh, uh, um, really really uh, catchy rhythm, you know, really catchy rhythm section that is mostly chugs. Okay. You know, we. Uh, uh, try to be just mix it up as far as the feel for the song you know we throw in different different time signatures and and uh, we don't try and stick to like uh like a, a particular set of song structure that um you know that we we just want we just want to mix it up and you know whatever make the song more interesting make it more tasty and uh and i'll honestly like when we say I guess you say we're progressive metal in that aspect, but I mean, on top of that, we've we've got elements of you know melodic metalcore, and uh, a lot of our stuff is melodic too. And then we've even got elements of uh, even some in our heavier songs. We've got some deathcore elements, and you know, I try to definitely uh, kind of uh, bring that up to the table a little more than uh, what what is uh, originally had. And because I come from a background of death metal and deathcore, and that's you know those those are my I, mean, I like all types of music, but all types of subgenres of metal. But death metal and deathcore, you know, definitely my cream of the crop. And uh, so we've all got you know a pretty interesting mix of uh, of elements, you know, because we want to we want to reach out and 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 uh, and to all types of you know all types of fans out there, you know, the metalheads or, you know, the deathcore kids, the hardcore kids, you know, we want everybody in some aspect or another to enjoy our music. Yeah. I, I, I think metal's a, a weird anomaly because, um, most metalheads or people that enjoy metal, uh, claim to think outside the box and then, uh, they kind of put metal in a box. And, yeah. Uh, it's an anomaly and it's really confusing to me sometimes but it, it's it's really cool that you guys are saying you know sticking to trying to like break the boundaries um because i know at one point or another you're going to be put in a genre and some fans are not going to be like when you are not going to like it when you reach out but you guys are doing that and it's really cool i've seen you guys multiple times i think i've i've seen um donning before your day and i believe i've seen them after and um I, i've really enjoyed them they're they're you guys are really good live um very Thank very you, interesting um <laughs> nick's hair is one of my favorite parts of the show though. <laughs> yeah that's that's his that's his thing i mean i guess we all kind of we all kind of have our own like little like thing as far as uh our our appearance in the band and and Nick's hair is definitely what takes him <laughs> the gold every time. You know, sometimes when we're getting it's getting crazy up there and he's twirling that thing around and I'm trying to belt a lyric out and I get a hair caught in my mouth and I'm just like, oh, that's like, are you kidding me? But it's 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 all it's all fun and it's all great. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> his hair man. You oh, can't, you 
can't miss him. <laughs> no, you can't. It's it's extremely difficult. Um, so I I kind of want to go back because I I want to ask you a question before we continue. Um, you said that you were in a band. Your first band was Vanguard. Yes. Um, was there a gentleman by the name of Trent Adams in there? Yeah, he was the drummer. Okay, and you you were the singer. Yes. Okay, so you played that Mooney's Grove show in about 2012 with Vanguard. Yeah, I think it was the Sonic Brutality. Yeah. Um, I actually played that show, too. Um, oh, really? Yeah, there was a band called Nordstorm. It was our first show um, oh. with James Kaufman. And, uh, I, have, I have your guys' stickers like in my room, and I'm looking at it as we speak. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That's so cool. Um, yeah, dude, that, that was a, a really messed up show. That was incredibly yeah. bad. But, uh, yeah, man, um, that's really cool that we actually did cross paths at one point. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I found that, you know, it's a pretty small world here, and it's kind of getting smaller. Like, the more you go out and and talk to people, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, before we continue on with Donning, um, I, I would really like to know, like, your views on how the, the local scene is. You're actually from Visalia, which I'm from Tulare, you know, it's a town apart. Um, mm-hmm. I, I see the music scene as, you know, kind of uh, stagnant because nobody wants to move. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's stuck in their ways and... It's just really difficult for people to change the way they view the music scene. Um, how how do you view the music scene here in, in the the Central Valley? I think, um, yeah, I I kind of agree that it's been it's been stagnant, and I think things are, you know, slightly picking up, but uh, it's definitely not what it what it used to be, and I think it's just because. You know, times are changing. People's uh, pe- people's uh, interest and taste in music are changing, and uh, and as far as here is concerned, you know, we uh, we try to put on as many shows as we we possibly can, and you know, get other bands around locally in on it, and you know, support each other. Um, but it's even hard to do that sometimes, you know, because uh, as far as the, I think the camaraderie you know between musicians and other bands only goes so far nowadays and or in general and it's really hard to find other groups out there that you know you can say you know we support each other because i think the the politics even on a local level is ridiculous and uh you know, you got you got people trying to take advantage of each other. You know, snuff everybody uh, the the poser out. You know, or and it, and it really sucks. And I think that has definitely added to uh, uh, the the music scene here locally. As far as uh, you know, bands are at you know each other's throat all the time, or behind the curtains trying you know doing this and that. It's like you know, how you expect to get a show together when everybody's you know trying to kill each other in a sense <laughs> and uh it, and it really sucks you know because you know we're all here to do the same thing and um but you know at the same rate it's like you know well there's always so much you can do and so that's why at least on our end you know we try to we try to put on as many shows as we can locally uh, when we're not playing you know out of town shows and just promote 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 yeah. and build up a bigger fan base, you know, for people to come out and see names that they recognize and and all that stuff. Well, um I I was in the the music scene from 2006 into 2010 and then mm-hmm. like I just said, uh we had that brief show in uh in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um in, in my time like I really enjoyed the music scene because I became friends with a lot of these bands and um, friendships that have lasted for almost 10 years now uh, were created back then. And it just seems very, very hard, like you were saying, just to be able to support somebody without wondering if there's any backbiting going on. And uh, it's just like, like you said, the politics are crazy now, man. 
Um, yeah, it's uh, you know I'm not I'm not going to go off naming bands and to you know start shit. We're not like that, but you know that's we've uh, we've had a lot of experiences and and came across a lot of things that was just like wow, like this is these are the people that we are playing with here locally, and okay. uh, and that sucks. But you know I guess at the same time it's it's kind of in that aspect it's kind of getting us prepared for you know the bullshit. You know, of, of things on a bigger scale when we move on to, to bigger things. <laughs> it's yeah. always gonna, it's always gonna be, a, it's always gonna be, uh, you know, some form of, of, of confrontation, and uh, it's just kind of, I guess, getting us. I'd like to think that it's kind of getting us prepared for that, and and the the uh, reality of 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 that, that aspect, the reality of the music scene, and you know, other people that you're going to be coming across throughout you know your life yeah yeah uh it, it's it just really sucks man because it's 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 people that kind of bastardize music and use it to their advantage um mm-hmm. and it's really sad because music in itself is just a wonderful wonderful thing um it's saved lives it's changed lives it's you know it's done so much and it's just it how do you describe that i don't understand but um yeah man it's just it's sad to see people taking advantage of things like that and hopefully things will change hopefully they will because a music scene is only as strong as its weakest link so hopefully mm-hmm. something does change yeah i mean we we we'd like it to i mean we we want to and no, no matter what this is going to be where we are from and uh this is this is our hometown and you know we just we'd love to get to that point you know where our name is recognized you know amongst the big players you know in the music industry or in the metal you know in the metal community and and you know when we're back in town you know to play a local show and people know us you know that would help you know get things going around here at least keep it alive and uh you know we want to make everybody proud and and uh just go for it yeah i got you man so um speaking of that um i last time i talked to nick as i told you um he said that you guys were recording um Mm -hmm. he didn't go too far into that um and this was i think six months ago um Mm -hmm. so can you shed some light on that what are you guys doing currently um i think by that time when you spoke to him when we had started recording and it was just basically the the basic building blocks the scratch tracks and uh getting that prepped to start recording drums because we're we're recording uh drums acoustically and and um you know it's uh which can only do so much at once with you know prior obligations and jobs and all that stuff and we come together as much as we can so um but at that time it was just the scratch tracks i believe and just getting things prepped for you know uh really taking on um the drum aspect and uh getting that getting that going and uh, working as often and as much as we can and now we have made so much progress in our recording that it it is definitely uh uh, boosted the morale of things you know just in general like you know this was progress that we needed to hear we needed to make and um because tracking drums acoustically is a long and tedious and time-consuming process yes. and um but you know we we like the the outcome better we don't we don't want to do it digitally and you know when we go and then we go back in and you know edit it everything but uh um now that that is laid down at least for the first song uh it's it's solid it's set we go back in and record on the guitars and the bass and then bring in the vocals and and um hopefully we should have at least a single out here pretty soon to keep people uh appetized while we finish the rest of the the ep which we're aiming to have done by the end of summer hopefully but we're making a hell of a lot more progress on our recording now (laughs) um so uh do you have more than one song finished right now or is it um are you guys still working oh no we're still working um 
we have pretty much just one almost dialed in okay. and all the other stuff, all the scratch tracks are laid out for everything else. And we started working on drum parts for other songs and just, you know, uh, uh, whatever we can, you know, adding here adding there and working on it more and adding more recording. And, you know, at the same time, buying new equipment for a recording, you know, uh, a recording studio and uh just you know new software and uh all that good stuff and it's just it's really time consuming but um so far things are 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 really going going good so you guys are currently recording at home it's Mm -hmm. you guys recording nobody else yeah no it's just us it's uh luckily our, our our boy nick you know he runs sound he has an ear for it and he's experienced in all you know and all that stuff, and it's we're really lucky to have that element, you know, that you know has a role in the band, nice, and uh, um, it even you know it helps when we play shows too. And the sound, you know, the sound whoever's running sound it isn't the best, and you know Nick goes in there and and, and uh, takes charge, and and it really helps out, and that you know definitely. Uh, helps out in, in our recording, especially because it's you know it's 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 self-produced, and uh, you know we don't being self you know recording it ourselves, like we don't want to you know we don't want it to sound like we're a bunch of freaking jackasses you know like we <laughs> we uh, we have we have the equipment we have we have the the knowledge and the ear for it, and uh, we're really lucky to have him in that aspect and. Uh, it's yeah things are just it's things are just going good this is where we took a break so for everybody listening this is apart from this from dotting of a massacre <laughs> Let's go, 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 let's go
Apart from this, by Donning of a Massacre. All right, Rudy. So we're talking about the recording and everything that you guys are doing. How? Are, I'm sorry. Um, what are your future plans for the band? Is it just the uh, the EP getting that out and released, or do you have bigger, more elaborate plans right now? Um, uh, pretty much, pretty much both. I mean, I think. Our, our biggest focus right now is getting this EP out because uh, I think, in all in all honesty, not having it out yet is probably the only thing that 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 that's held us back in in in, in a few aspects. Um, you know, we've had promoters and and agents hit us up on Facebook like, "Hey, you got something we can listen to," and all that. And you know, these are people like across the country, and you know, unfortunately, we've had to say, "No, not yet." You know, we're working on it. And um, you know that's uh, the band being around for a little over three years. Uh, this is uh, definitely something that you know they've been wanting to get, you know, finally taken care of or finally done. And um, and so that's probably our biggest our biggest focus right now is getting these recordings out. But I mean, on top of that, just you know, if we come across the opportunity to play some awesome kick-ass show, then we're on it. You know, it's. Yeah. Uh, bigger shows the better you know because that 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 publicity is is um is uh invaluable it's 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 priceless it's what we need and um you know as far as uh i mean next month we'll be playing at treasure fest with upon a burning body you know uh oceano within the ruins and uh, in whittier california and that at the pico river sports arena and that place holds like five thousand people Jeez. and uh it's it's going to be big for us and um you know just future goals is just get these recordings out that's that's pretty much our primary focus right now and just you know keep the momentum going as far as uh getting hooked up and playing bigger you know batter shows and uh and uh, just getting our names out there, and you know, getting that, getting getting our names out there, and have you know, so people be talking. Hey, did you hear these guys? You know, where are they from? All that good stuff, and and just and just uh, you know, impact people's lives with our music, and make them have a good time. Um. So you were talking about shows, um, and you're being able to get on really good shows. I sadly missed it but last night you played a show with il nino straight line stitch um i believe motor grader was there the alpha complex which i had the opportunity to interview on this podcast and um a, a few other bands can you go into that and talk about how that night was for you and the band and and how amazing those shows are absolutely uh, uh last night's show was pretty damn insane uh that was our second show at Fulton 55 there in Fresno. And our first one being with uh, Mushroom Head. And uh, um, as far as last night, it was it was pretty crazy. I mean, everything everything um, is is set up and organized as far as you know what band goes on at what time. And uh, and unfortunately, Motor Grader um, they dropped, and I think another band dropped. But mm. you know the the they took care of it. The, the promoters and the 
you know, reorganized everything, and uh, we were playing on the second the second floor. So, um, uh, obviously, it, it, it's, as far as the sound system is is not as is is not the best compared to the first floor. But uh, you know, with you know, we made it work. We made what we had work, and uh, um, it was it was a kick ass show, man. It was crazy. It uh, um, as soon as that last band on on the bottom floor played, and we got we got the thumbs up, go. We hit we hit it, and it started um, it started pretty pretty damn awesome. And you know, people started coming up to the second floor, and and then people just started going ape shit. It was crazy. Like the whole <laughs> the whole second floor was rumbling. And you know when I like grounded myself to you know belt out a, a lyric, the whole like I. I felt the entire second floor shaking and I'm thinking, holy shit, this thing is going to collapse. Like people <laughs> were slamming into each other and people were flying. It was, it was crazy. You know, it was right in our face too. And, um, you know, after that, you know, people were talking to us and, you know, we got to meet other people, other bands and, um, um, it was just a fun time. And then, you know, we talked to the guys uh, from the alpha complex and, and, the uh, um, uh, the the uh, tour manager for uh, Motor Grader, and um, I guess they uh, are interested in, in having us uh, go on tour with them uh, probably nice. sometime in October. And uh, so at that at that point, after our set, when we were talking to them, you know, we're making making the connects, talking, and you know, seeing uh, what we can get going because we'd absolutely love to do that. And just the show in general was, was just a fun night. It was you know, a bunch of kick-ass fans, and everybody was cool and having a good time, and uh, it was great. Like uh, it was, it was, it was just a fun time, and like the people that I got to meet and talk to it was just an awesome experience. Congratulations, man! I mean, that is incredible to hear. When we would play shows like that, it was just it, it was one of those things that kind of reinforced the fact that that's what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was, you know, it was beyond amazing. It was just I, I still talk about those times because they're just still it seems like somebody else's life when I, I think about what happened and what we did. So um, it's great to see that you guys are still doing that and, and making those connects. Um, like I said, I got to interview the alpha complex um, for the podcast really early on. They were, they're awesome guys. I've known uh, angel for she's um, I think four years now. Um, I got to talk to him. I actually officially meet him in 2012 and it was just amazing. And, um, yeah, man, it's, it's really cool to see you guys doing that. So, um, uh, I'm sorry, brain fart. <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write this down so I can cut it later. All right. So sorry about that. <laughs> no worries, man. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So we've talked about your future plans. We've talked about all that stuff. So, where can people actually find Dawning of a Massacre? Uh, the best place to find us is on is on Facebook. Um, uh, we we have a Facebook, we have Instagram, and we've had stuff up on YouTube, but it's it's so old and outdated. It, I it would not be the best reference for for our current our current standing, our current lineup, our current music, and as soon. As soon as we, you know, get these recordings up, and we'll be spamming Facebook and all, you know, all social media that we do have. But the best way to stay on the know is like and follow our Facebook page because we're, you know, every time we got something coming up, we're talking about it, and we're we're uh, spreading the word on every music promotion page that we are part of, and you know, we know. Awesome, man. All right, well, um, it's a little early, but. We've hit every point that I've wanted to hit, and it's been a wonderful talk with you. So I will let you go for now. Um, when you put out the EP, let me know. I want to know those things. I want to be able to help you guys promote, and, uh, yeah, I feel that I can do that. So please keep me in the loop. It's been wonderful talking to you, man. Likewise, man. Thank you for the opportunity, and definitely will. We'll keep you in the loop. It sounds, sounds like a fun plan. <laughs> All right, brother. Until next time.
right, man, you have a good one. As stated in the intro, Dotting of Massacre is currently working on their EP. Hopefully, they can release some new music soon. If you are interested in hearing more from these guys, they currently have their first single up called Apart From This. It is on SoundCloud. All you have to do is go search on SoundCloud for Dawning of the Massacre. You'll find that brutal song and you'll hear how amazing they really are. Please remember to sign up for the email list on the localmusicrevolution.wordpress.com. All you have to do is click on contacts and fill out that short form. Get that information to me and you'll be part of the email list. You can contact me for the podcast at facebook.com slash localmusicrevolution on Twitter at TLMR Podcast, and on Instagram at The Local Music Revolution. Before I go, I would just like to thank Stringjoy for being a wonderful sponsor for the podcast. You guys are amazing. They currently offer four different sizes of picks, which I'm really leaning towards the jazz and the jumbo jazz. They offer custom strings or tension-based strings, and you can also customize your instrument cable to the inch and you can customize the jack and best you can customize the color of that cable so all you have to do is go to stringjoy.com get what you need instrument cables strings a set of picks once you got your stuff you're at checkout all you have to do is enter the promo code local that's l-o-c-a-l and you will get a discount for being one of the fine listeners of the local music revolution lastly If you know of a musician or a musical company or something related to music that you would like to be on the show, please contact me and let me know. Point me in that direction and I will try my best to get them on the show. I really want to help promote these bands. I want these companies to be introduced to these bands and I just really want people to hear these musicians. So if you know of anybody interested in being on the show, please let me know. There is an interview sign-up sheet on the WordPress. All you have to do is just fill out that basic information. Let me know who they are, where they're from, what they do, and we can get on the process of getting them on the show. Thank you guys again for listening. I appreciate it. You guys have been fantastic. Until next time, this is the Local Music Revolution. I am a not-too-well ogre. You have been fantastic. Thank you guys very much. Take care and be good. This is the local this music is revolution. The local music is. revolution. Local music 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 revolution.